What's up, everyone? Just getting in here a little early, waiting for my, my cohort, Mr. Ryan Hernandez. Hope everyone's having a great, great day. I'm excited to do the live podcast. For those of you who are here, let's ask some questions. Let's make this uh, let's make this a fun one, all right? Is everyone ready for the Masters? Come on. Can I get some hype for that? It's like the best weekend of the year. I will die on that hill. I wish I could play the Masters music right now. It'd be cool. It'd be so cool. Peace, love, and rock and roll, people. Who we got here? Hazel Rocket. So why? I don't know. So why? What are you Love the love. Send as many hearts as you would like. I will never say no to that. Everyone hear, hear me okay? Sound coming through all right? I'll take the 100s as a yes. Fire, yeah, cool. All that, all those are good things. All those are good things. Oh. Oh gosh, I can't talk. on the golf course, man. Um, uh, you know, I used to always just go off with the driver, to be honest with you, and then I got to the point now where I'll hit like a hybrid or a long iron because even my worst shot with that will still be in play. I just, I always do the same. I can be as warmed up as possible. First tee shot with the driver, nine out of ten times, I block to the right. So if you feel like you're just going to hit it out of bounds, save it for that first wide-open hole where you have plenty of room. That's what I do at least anymore. Unless you, unless you have to. Unless it's like a 450-yard par 4, then I don't know why you would start on that course. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Ryan is yelling at me. All right. First live podcast ever. What does this button do? There he is. I think I let him in. Hello, everyone. There he is. Hold on, get my volume up. I can't hear ya. How do I move this camera further away? Oh, my monitor is so heavy. No way to do this. So what? What's that hat, dude? You sent me a picture of it. Is it just a cool hat? What's yeah, it's problem? Waggle Golf, and it is their Masters hat. So 87th Masters. Yeah, pretty excited so, about it. That's pretty cool. Not, not gonna lie, I'm just rocking the paradigm. I have no master swag. I get ma swag from every other major. I got zero. Yeah, um, swag. I have a master shirt too, but it doesn't fit because you know we all go through life things. So, um, yeah, it's tiger. It's got a goat on it. And it's got it's it's got a goat, and it's got Tiger's five years that he won. At Augusta. Yeah. It's a pretty sweet shirt, awesome. but, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I can't, I was going to wear it, and then I put it on, and you didn't want to see me in it, so. <laughs> of course, I, well, I just, of course I want to see you in it. I meant more our adoring fans didn't want to see me in it, but I am more rocking the Ken, the Ken Griffey Jr. baseball. Oh, the adoring T-shirt, so. Griffey was. Griffey's a goat. Is the goat in my book. He was my favorite growing up, so. Yeah, me too. I was a fan of Griffey. I, I, I got him. I'm going to try something. I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to try it. Do you have, like, a stand for your phone. I like how everyone just everyone just yeah, watches. Yeah, I do. I have a little. I have a uh, ring light with a tripod, and I can lower it down really low, so I can sit here and have it at the, I guess, the right distance. I hope my lighting's okay as well. So, oh, who's winning at Augusta? Oh man, great question. We'll talk about that. Great question. I'm going to have to try and keep track of I mean, not like we're going to have, like, a stream of questions coming in so fast, but I think hybrid sounds good. That must have been something you were talking about beforehand. Did we lose PGR or did we lose me? Perfect. It's me. I'm still here. I can hear you. Are you I am a, uh, maybe. <laughs> and this is mineral water, people. Don't think I'm drinking a 40. So we still have about 10 minutes. We're going to get started here in a minute.
PGR's gone again, or maybe he can hear me. I don't know. This is our first time trying this, everybody. Perfect. I can hear you. I can hear everything. I'm trying to see if I can oh, attach a Bluetooth mic. No, you but, cannot okay, have a Can I have a minute? Well, too bad. We're losing viewership because of your antics. What's up? Welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Major player, who do you think is going to win at Augusta? That's the real question. I don't know what hybrid you guys are talking about, but hopefully it was the Paradigm because that hybrid is really good. Um, I just put it in the bag as well. Not, not dealing with it. Just not going to deal with it. <sighs> Dude, Paradigm hybrid with that shaft I have in it, it is yeah, it's good. dirty good. Like, it is It's unfair how good that hybrid is. It's pretty good. I'm now all Paradigm Woods and not not ashamed of it. Yeah, the only thing I'm waiting on are those yeah. irons. What the heck? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, no. We're, we're, trust me, we're, we'll talk about those live guys. No worries there. I have my, uh, my opinion on how that's going to play out. Well, I know you do. They wouldn't connect. They wouldn't connect to the Bluetooth. I don't know why. Oh, that's fine. You're fine. I like smiley faces. Can I do filters? I can do filters while I do this? Oh, look how young I look. Can you, you actually, actually look like this all the time? Should. I feel like a young Japanese girl. <laughs> this is how I feel on the inside all the time. For sure you do. <laughs> this is why we, this is a terrible idea. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm literally just a child. <laughs> just, just to keep glitter around me the whole time. A little 90s lip ring. Oh, in the back. Oh, dude. Dude, my kids have been obsessed. I've been obsessed with Batman lately. And it's made so happy. Your kids are like two and four. My daughter's four. She's like, Dad, can we watch Batman? I'm like, hell yes, we can. All right. What time we got? Almost so. Pretty much so time. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, we can just start. Screw it. We do want to welcome everyone to episode, episode nine. Eight, nine. 
episode nine of Par None. We're going live pre-masters. As you know, I am PJR Scratch Golf. This is Ryan Hernandez. It is happy. We are happy to be here with you. It is the Masters. There's a lot of a lot of storylines, a lot of cool stuff to talk about. I, I'm excited about it. It's like the official, yeah. unofficial start of golf season, so it gets everyone's blood pumping a little bit. It's like listening to rap music. Gets y'all pumped up. Yeah, just get excited. Yeah, it is all uh, it is all Masters Eve. So tons of exciting stuff ahead. I cannot wait. Best week of the year for golf fans. It sucks that it kind of like is exciting because it kicks off the golf season and then sucks because after it's over, you're like, there's some other good weeks, but there's just nothing like Masters Week. It's so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's something special. I've never even been there, and I'm still just like locked in on this one week. No. Have you ever been to Augusta? I got to go next year. I've already kind of just made my mind I'm going. Even if it's for like the chip long, the drive, chip, and putt kind of thing. I don't know. I, was, I got a text message from somebody that was there. They were hanging out at Hooters with John Daly and all of this. And I'm like, well, now I have to go. You know, like live music, all this stuff. It was, right. uh, and that's just before the tournament even starts. Like, so I've I heard it's a really good time. And just, I want to see how pristine it is. And I've also always just wanted to roll a putt at Augusta. Cause I just want to see how unbelievably brutal it is. I've heard it's like, yeah, I've heard it's like putting on a billiards table, which is horrifying. Like, could you imagine putting on a, like being on a slope, like a four foot slope of a billiards yeah. table? And then you'd make down it. That's that? wild. And they make it. Yes. That's, yeah. That makes it even worse. I can't imagine. Obviously, it's a bucket list thing. I don't know if I'll ever get there. I put my name in the raffle every year. I never get chosen. So. Oh really? Never you, got you've in. done the raffle. And never gotten in. Is it true they ask you for like all kinds uh, of crazy personal uh, I information? I don't think so. I mean, like they ask you for just basic, you know, like name, address. Email, phone number, I think, but it's nothing like, yeah. I don't remember it being insane, and maybe it is, and I just don't remember. But I don't remember. If anybody else remembers, please chime in. Tiger holding one on 12, that would be amazing. Um, yes. I would love to see that. No, agree. All right, so let's just, I guess, dive on in a little bit since we're talking Tiger now. What are your expectations of Tiger Wood this week? He says his game is in yes. better form than it was last time he was here. Last time he 47th, he's made 22 consecutive cuts, and he is one cut away from tying the record for the most cuts made at Yeah, Augusta. I don't know. I don't know what to expect of Tiger. I mean, my heart tells me one thing, and I think my mind and my logic may tell me another thing, which I'm not too thrilled about. Um, I mean, I think he makes the cut. <laughs> You know, I just think that this place means just so much to him that I feel like he is just going to grit it out, whatever that cut line is. I think he's just going to grit that out. Um, he just putter as a pain. Uh, yeah, so I think he grits it out. I don't know what he'll do after that, especially because of the weather. That's the most concerning thing. That his leg's aching more than it did yeah. last year, even though his game's in better shape. So that's kind of concerning. Thankfully, day one and two, I think he can make it through. But 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, in my heart of hearts, I want him to compete, and I want him to be right there. I just so I think for Tiger is going to be boom or bust. Um, there are some concerns saying he's not moving around as well as they would like for him to be. Um, I mean, he didn't even play today. So um, he's not moving around as well as he would like to be moving. Um, and apparently his recovery after Riviera was, like, he, he, playing Riviera took a lot, a lot out of him. And he, him even saying things like, um, I don't know how many more years I have left and I can't wait to take a card on the Champions Tour. Like, these are just some things that I was not right. expecting Tiger to say this year. I knew it was coming. But, man, like, maybe it's just because I don't want it to happen. I don't think it, it's Tiger. You just, you just think that he's never going to admit defeat. He's never going to back down. Like, he'll be, like, 70 going, oh, I can still win. Like, yeah, I want him to. Like, who doesn't want that? But, like, you know, you never take him out of the equation. Tiger is known for doing the impossible all the time. He could win. He could absolutely win. He could absolutely miss the cut. And that's right. what makes it such a volatile thing. It's just – and it's – how do you pick it? Like, how yeah. do you how do you place a bet on that? You know, is you don't know what you're getting. He still has the best hands, maybe the his the best golf, the best hands in golf ever. Um, they extended what was it, uh, thirteen, the par five. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah. tough on Tiger. Is if the weather's gonna be tough? Walking the course is gonna be tough. Um, I don't like counting him out, but like you said, like yeah, I want him there. Yeah, happening. You know, if he is in the hunt, it just seems like when he's in contention, it's just a right. different gear goes right. off in his head. You know, so if he can just get himself in a place where he can go after it, no, I'm, I'm trust. I'm coming back to Kepka. Don't you worry. <laughs> but if he can just get himself relatively into contention, I think that will be. I yeah. think we'll put on a good show. Yeah, I'd love to see. I think everybody, I mean, almost everybody, does, and this is one of those things we've talked about it on this podcast before. Where even if he's not in contention, there's a good chance until the back half of the leaderboard, like tees it up on Saturday. Like at least on one of my screens, it'll be his. He makes the cut, but isn't in contention. Like I'm gonna watch that group all the way through uh, just to see what oh. he can do. So. Um, <laughs> Be the last master. I mean, I'm not saying it is, and I hope it's not, but you never know. It could be. This could be his last master. I don't think it will be. It could be. I don't think I, – I, like, I think when Tiger's playing now, we should be really enjoying these next couple of years because I think that's really all we're going to be getting. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't yeah. see us having a whole lot left after the next couple of years. So if you can live like, – you can live stream this entire group, do it because it's – I don't know if we'll ever see someone like yeah. him in golf again. Maybe at some point, but man, like it just breaks my heart. Like it just it's gonna make me all emotional just being a kid watching sure. him do all these amazing things, and to know that his career is coming yeah. to an end. You're like, man, that sucks. Like it just out loud. Right. Like there's nobody as good as him either. That being said, though, if Scheffler goes back to back, pretty sweet. Oh, we. We have a bit of a potential yeah. Tiger-esque situation yeah. upon us. You know what I mean? He can pull this off year after. I mean, he only has to do right. it for the rest of his career to even get close to Tiger. But yeah, yeah you know, no, I mean, two Masters victories. Obviously, it was worth something. And uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to root against Scotty just because he's such a nice dude, and he just seems, like, so unaffected by, like, fame and the fame that's come his way the last year. Uh, and, you know, he just seems very genuine, and so you want a guy like that to do well um, versus maybe, you know, and I know his name was already brought up, but, like, a Brooks Kepka who just kind of comes across as like an arrogant asshole, though you can't, you can't deny the talent yep. there, or at least the talent that maybe was there and maybe is there to be there again. Um, but he won last, I mean, he did beat the live field. So it's not, so this is my thing with the whole live guys being there too, is I don't know how tough this course setups are for them and everything like that. But we have the PGA Tour 1 playing four days, and they have been playing places like Sawgrass and Bay Hill and all the – they play Pebble. Like, they're playing very difficult golf courses, very yeah. fast greens for four days against, in my opinion, a higher caliber of golfer. Um, I don't know – I mean, I could be wrong here. Well, I mean, we're, obviously, <laughs> we're going to find out how the live guys do this week, but do, do they really – you know – I think they're used to competing against each other, but can they go out there and compete against Scheffler, Rory, Rom, Sam Burns, uh, JT? I mean, Spieth, Spieth's a great pick this week, too. Yeah. Like, so can they hang in there for four days if they have to – there's a cut, so they have to make the cut, too. Can they hang in there for the four days on at an elite level of golf that right. they have not competed in? in yeah, I, mean, I think it'll be interesting. I don't know. I think a lot of those live guys will fall by the wayside pretty quickly. Uh, you know, just because, mm. I, like you said, like it's really hard to stay at that level. Yeah, DJ Cam Cam, you know, I think even yeah. if Brooks Kepka is healthy, he obviously has shown that he can. Um so I think they can. I don't know if they will, just because I don't know how out of practice they are. Like, I don't know what Phil's or DJ's or Cam's practice routine looks like now. Um, I think Cam Smith, if anybody has a chance to win it from the live side of things, uh, you know. I think DJ can. DJ's and he's won there before, which helps. He knows how to play the course, and he's won there, yeah. um, be it in November but still one at Augusta. And so, yeah, I mean, there's the, the thing that a lot of the live guys have going for them, and this is kind of what happens at Augusta as opposed to other places, is that people who have won there tend to play well there. So, like, you know, even well past his winning, you know, like Angel Cabrera showed up and always played well there. Fred Couples has given us a couple of really good rounds. Yeah. Bernhard Longer, well, yeah, all these guys. <laughs> and I know it's different because they get to play if they've won, but those guys know how to play that golf course kind of regardless of age. And so you see guys who maybe you wouldn't normally see. Like Fred Couples isn't going to go out and probably shoot under par rounds at the U.S. Open, but he can do it at Augusta because it's just a course that you have to know how to play. suits a certain golfer. Um, so I think, you know, guys like Phil, guys like DJ, guys like, you know, Patrick Reed, Sergio. I mean, they've all won there, so they know how to play. They know how to play that course, and they're still I – mean, I, think, I think they're still good golfers regardless of what people think. I just don't know how many of them, like, keep up with what you need to do 
to be that high-level professional athlete because it just doesn't seem like Liv requires that same output as the PGA Tour does. And I could be wrong. I mean, they may be, you know, breaking their backs to get ready. Um, so who knows? But, I mean, it'll be exciting for sure. I think Augusta did a really, like, they really tamed it out with the pairings. They didn't put any, like, volatile pairings together to, like, see if anything would erupt. It was all very much, like, we're going to pair one live guy with one guy who, like, is not a top name with another, like, just all, like, nice guys. So it's like, that way nothing's going to happen. Complete neutrality. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I just don't know if the right. live guys can compete at an elite level like they used. Because they have, I think it's like anything else you need, <laughs> that's something you practice. You get you practice against the right. best in the world kind of thing. Uh, as far as the dark horse in my eyes, I've been saying it all year. I have two of them, Justin Rose and Jason Day. Rosie has been so close so many times. He's playing great golf. He and Jason Day has been trending in the right direction all year. And like I said last week's episode, I forgot he's only he's like five, 30, what six four? I already forgot. Yeah. yeah, he's still young. He looks healthy, and if Jason Day is healthy, yeah. he's a very very scary golfer. The only reason why he off was because of his health. It had nothing to do with his golf game. It was purely back problems and then the vertigo thing, yeah. which sucks. But I think J.D. got shots this week. I really do. I think he'll be in the hunt. I think you'll see Rosie's number up there. Maybe even, like, I, mean, I can see Rosie being a first-round leader. If you're, if you're placing a bet on somebody for a first-round leader, I like Rosie. I remember talking. Yeah. I don't talking know who my dark horse pick is. I think Augusta is such a weird animal that she's so, it's impossible to pick a dark horse because, like, there is always a guy, especially in the early rounds, you're like, what is that? Who is that? What is that guy doing? Up there, um, Danny Willick could sure. play well out there. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know whom. I honestly don't have. I think Chris Kirk could play well there, just because of he's been playing so well, and he just doesn't have any. Even though he's been playing yeah. well, he's won. He played well last week or two weeks ago. Um, he doesn't have like the spotlight on him, so he seems like a guy who could kind of fly under the radar. Um, and <laughs> have money on leader. I'm gonna feel I mean, bad. Maybe he'll, hopefully, you already made the bet. Um, <laughs> but if well, when I get half, so I could see Chris <laughs> Kirk just kind of sneaking out of there in the early rounds before like the pressure kind of gets to him or his name kind of gets thrown out there. And then I don't know if he can hang once he realizes like, oh crap, like I'm on the leaderboard at Augusta. Um, but we'll see. I yeah I don't I honestly am not sure who's the dark horse this week. It's such a tough thing to pick at Augusta. See for Augusta, I think the dark horse pick needs to be somebody that's been close a lot of times but has never quite gotten the job done. Someone like Rose or someone like Day. Um, you know, I'm kind of curious how Sergio's going to play. I'm going to be real honest with you there. I he's won out here before, but his if I remember right, his record isn't the greatest yeah. at Augusta. Um, I, Bill doesn't make the cut. Bill won't make the cut. Um, actually, I don't, I don't even know if Patrick Reed makes the cut. Um, I just maybe because I just don't want him to. Bryson, I bet he doesn't yeah. make the cut. You know who will play well there is Louis Louis and I bet I bet he comes through as he could be a dark yeah. horse just because he always plays well there and he just he's one of those guys that kind of seems unaffected, kind of like a DJ. Only like he seems less like whatever about it than DJ does. 
but Louis just kind of seems unaffected by all the noise, and he's just going to go out and play well because he wants to play well there, and he can't. He knows that he can. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if you see his name up there, especially early. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of, I thought I had another, what do you think about Sam Burns out here? He's playing well, he just took down Shepard. Yeah, I have a hard time, I like Sam Burns, I have a hard time believing that he is going to do it, like repeat, you know, like be that good two weeks in a row, or like back-to-back starts. Um, he's another guy that I could see maybe firing off a good round or two. But I don't know if he – yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he has enough Masters experience to put together four good rounds and make – yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I think sometimes when Sam Burns gets in trouble, he has a hard time staying in it if he's not really playing well. Like has – I think he has a little bit of trouble like making something happen when he doesn't have it. Um, and at Augusta, like you can't you – can't, you know you're not going to be perfect, so it's how do you come back from misses? I don't know. I mean, all of those guys can do it. I just don't see Sam Burns doing it. And I like Sam Burns. Please don't hate me. I know you're not listening, but if you ever are, we like you. No. So, so my inside source said either JT or Scheffler is going to win. I'm going to lean into JT a little bit because I think winning back-to-back uh, Masters, it's, it's a tall order for anybody despite how well you're playing. Um. Now, that being said, my perfect world scenario here being that uh, Rory has taken Scheffler down twice now. I would love to see Scheffler put that green jacket on Rory because at that moment, Rory has his number. That that would solidify it. So he gets a career grand slam, and then he's able to have Scheffler, the the number one golfer in the world, which I don't know if Rory Rory might be able to take over that number one spot with winning the Masters. I I don't know for sure. But to have that, like, for Rory's like, yeah, I know you're the number one in the world. I know you've been doing all this stuff. But every time we've gone head-to-head, I've gotten you. You know for a fact they'll yeah. go head-to-head at the Ryder Cup. Yeah. It will be Scheffler and Rory. And I cannot wait to see that, man. Yeah. I cannot wait. That no, I think – I mean, awesome. I think I really would love – you know, if Tiger doesn't win, which, you know, he's not going to do. He's a fanboy. Yes. How can you not be a fan? Who hates Rory McIlroy? I mean, is there anybody out there who's just like doesn't like Rory? Maybe a lot. A lot of people don't like him because they see him as like the talking head for the PGA Tour, and it's like, oh, he needs to keep his mouth shut. Da 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 da. I'm like, just stop. You know, he's so arrogant. I'm like, dude, yeah. he's a fit, fit phenom. Like, to be a good golfer, I'm sorry, every great golfer is arrogant. Every one of them, you have to be. You have to have a level of arrogance to be a great golfer because you can't walk into a golf shot and be humble. Like, yeah, you know, I can hit this. Like, no, you're like, I got this. Like, you have to, like, you have to have this mindset to be an accomplished golfer. And it comes with arrogance. It comes, there's confidence. Look at Tiger. Look how arrogant Tiger was. But he can be. You know what I mean? Um, No, I totally agree. Uh I don't know. I don't. I and to me, honestly, like Rory doesn't even come off that arrogant. So um, I don't think. I don't necessarily think that's. I do not like even how I view Rory, and I'm not like a a diehard Rory fan as I am a Tiger Woods fan. But I just think it'd be. I mean, it's just. It would be amazing to see him do, or to complete the Grand 
Grand Slam. Like, who doesn't want to see that? Because it's happened five times, and you know, only really one time for a lot of us our age. Like, we didn't really weren't really around when Player and Nicholas did it. They're still alive, but we weren't watching them do it in real time. And then obviously Hogan and Sarah's in, <clears throat> were done way before we were ever born. So, I mean, you're really getting the chance to see something very crazy happen. So regardless if you're a Rory fan or not, I think you have to be, like, kind of rooting for that storyline. Uh, and then just also Rory's awesome. And he's, you know, like Scheffler, Roy, Rom. It's really hard to deviate from that, like, top three pack of picking somebody to win it outside those three just because they've been – it just seems like, like clearly it's those three and then the rest. They've risen to the top. And so – Yes. Um, Which is so cool because you, every elevated event, you're going to see one of those three in the mix. And if you get two of the three, it gets really freaking interesting. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm – completely on board for that um i think rom's coming in a little under the radar this week which could be good for him i think the expectations are being placed on that might well, i agree I, we, I think we talked about the whole oh let's see what's up boys what's up brady good to have you here buddy um so yeah howdy, howdy. yeah i think we talked about this was it last episode or two episodes ago where we were talking about how quickly you can get forgotten about how good you are so rom was just like on a tear at the very beginning of the season and there was a lot, not everyone, but a lot of people who were like, Rom is the clear number one, clear. And then all of a sudden, Rory started playing well in Dubai and then kind of has just been steady. And then it was like, well, Rory's overtaking it. You know, like the king has returned to the rightful spot. And then Scheffler went on his, again, run <laughs> in the spring like he has last year. And now everyone's, you know, it's just funny how Rom can get forgotten about so quickly when he doesn't win every week or he can get elevated and those other guys can fall back. And now Scheffler's won like eight times in the last like 13 months or something silly. So, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I agree that he is flying under the radar. He wasn't talked about near as much in the coverage today. And I watched like live from the masters from about 8 AM till 5 PM. And yeah, have it all. And he wasn't talked about near as much <laughs> as Rory and Scheffler was. I mean, Rory's obviously gotten the most airtime. Scheffler's been in there a ton. Um, and then I think, you know, even like the live guys and some other, I mean, obviously Tiger's going to get his share. But I don't know. Yeah, I think it's weird that Rom doesn't get the acknowledgement that these other guys do because he's pretty good. <laughs> It's always kind of seemed that way. If you think about Rom, like, yeah, he's a clear-cut. He gets on a hot run, but it seems like for some reason, Rom, I'm not going to say he yeah. hasn't gotten the credit because everyone knows how great he is, but I feel like to the other guy mm -hmm. is he does not get as much love as everyone. I don't understand that because the dude's dominant. Like, he's had a hell of a career, and when he wins, he does it in such style and mm -hmm. such intensity, and it's just, I don't know why they kind of rank him as far as, like, media time, the Maybe it's less personality, but I, I have no idea. I don't know. But, like, it seems like he does not get necessarily the credit that yeah. I feel like he's No, I agree. I don't know why that is stuff. either. I don't know if it's the European thing or if it's just, like you said. Sorry, go ahead. Rory's? I know. I don't, what about Rory? I don't Rory's know if it's something about – I don't know what it is. I'm just throwing ideas out there. Um, 
I think Rory's going to get it just because of the phenom status, like you were talking about. Like, kind of like the speed factor, too, as they reeled off these amazing major victories so quickly, so early on, that they were both thought of as, like, the next Tiger Woods. Rom's never been in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scott is only 25 years old, which is still wild. Like, the dude is a decade younger than I am. Um, yeah, but he looks still, like... You know. Just wild. Anyways, so I think, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's funny because Scotty doesn't get that either. Like, he's not the next Tiger Woods, and but he's won seven or eight times in the last 13 months, including a major and a player's championship. So, and a WGC event. And, WGC and possibly, event. you know, I mean, we'll see what happens this year. So, I don't know. It's a weird animal. I don't know why it's kind of like Rory kind of gets the – I mean, I get why Rory gets the king – kind of crown, but he also hasn't won as well, much as those other two guys. Yeah. I think Rory is just because he has so much, like, so if he wins this week, he ties DJ's record for most, or for, like, the, the uh, ties DJ's record for wins on the PGA Tour at 24. If Rory wins this week, he gets a grand slam. If Rory wins this week, I think he takes over number one. If Rory wins this week, Scheffler's putting the green jacket on him, you know what I mean? Like, um... With the younger demographic, Rom isn't looked at as a legend, and with Scotty winning so much, yeah, he's not. Look, I mean, in, I think Rom is going to have a phenomenal career. Like he's going to be in the top five percent of golfers of all time, as long as he, keeps, yeah. you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like so, and also he's he seems to Scheffler, like you said, eight times in the last thirteen months is huge. So he has a great point, and he's not governing the attention because. Scheffler yeah. has done more in this time period. You know what I mean? Rom, he was playing amazing golf, but he wasn't winning. And unfortunately, what it comes down to is how much you win. Because if you look at that tournament stretch that he had there where he yeah. never placed worse than 10th place or something like that, but he won like two or three times, but they, and they weren't, you know, elevated events necessarily. You know what I mean? So that, I think that has something to do with it. I think maybe Rom does need to prove. I mean, he did have the, does have the one major. Maybe Rom does need to prove that he can consistently outplay the best in the world. That is a fair yeah. argument. No, I, I, I totally agree, and that could definitely be it. Okay. Uh, I think I think we both agree this. We're not arguing this point, but Rom has a lot left, obviously, in the tank from a career standpoint. Um, you know, I think for both Rory That's... and Rom, I don't think it's a matter of if, but when they win another major. Um, so, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously, Rory's got a little bit of less – like his clock's ticking a little bit just because of his early success, but um, yeah, I mean, any of those guys can win. And uh, next tee golfer, which I believe is John Demand, um, Rom being super humble about the live golf thing and Rory rattling his mouth at it a little bit. That they're not going to put the attention on Rom. They wanted the heat. You know what I mean? They they were feeding into the drama and this narrative. So that's probably another reason why Rom maybe is not as the camera's not on him as much. But going back to the point you just said about Rory, you know, his clock's ticking a little bit. I found out this week that Padraig Harrington, his club head speed is 120 <laughs> really miles an hour. That is awesome. So just think about that. That's Padraig, okay? You never, he never struck you as a long ball hitter either. With all the technology and golf being more of an athletic sport now – how much longer are these guys' careers going to be? Yeah. How long is Rory going to be competing? You know, as long as he, right. he this thing, no injuries. This 
you know, excluding that, you know, realistically, if Rory doesn't get injured, he can play into his – I mean, right. Tiger, look, look what Tiger's doing with injuries. Rory, without them, he could be competing yeah. at Tiger's age yeah. at a very high level, theoretically. And probably him. It could be Scotty. You could see JT, Speed. I mean, we could have this class of people. I think it was class of 2014. I think 14 was JT uh, graduating year, his first year of PGA Tour. Um, I think Speed was like a year or two before that. But we could have them, I mean, technically for right. another 20 years competing at a high level. And that's not including young guns that are going to come up in the meantime. So golf's in a great spot if you look at that with the longevity of the game and these golfers is fantastic. Yeah, and next tee golfer is uh, Rob Horak, not John, but it's fine. Um, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm missing the comments are no longer flowing on my end, so I'm just going off what you're saying. But, uh, yeah, okay. so outside the top three, who has a realistic chance? Not Dark Horse, but who's like the next crop? I think I have an answer. I mean, I know I have an answer. I mean, just... Hold on. I, got... I have a question real quick. What do you think will happen to the game if a live player wins? Man, I, um... I hate that question. Deep down, and this sounds terrible, and I don't want anybody mm -hmm. to judge me for this. I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. Um, and that's, I mean, it's a very selfish ego reason why I don't want it to happen, because it means I'm wrong. <laughs> it just, it's the honest-to-God truth. Um... I don't know. I don't know. I guarantee you every live golfer will be on that green celebrating it. I don't know if it will contribute to the divide or make it better or not. So we could go one of two ways. It could contribute to the divide because the live guys are going to be I, – I, I don't think they'll be humble about it. Let's put it that way. Um, I, don't, I don't see them being necessarily grace, graceful or gracious with it. Um, or – the positive side of it could be, hey, the PGA Tour has more respect for it now. You know what I mean? And they have more respect for these golfers. And maybe it, you know, closes that, bridges the gap. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't think – I know a lot of people have made a big thing about it. I just, I, I just don't think it's going to be a big deal. That's just my own personal take. I think it'll be a talking point for a week. Or, uh, you know, Greg oh, Norman's yeah. going to spout off about it on Twitter. Um, That's the problem. Yeah. It's Greg Norman. I think if Greg Norman was part of the equation, it wouldn't be a big deal. But the reason why they haven't – they didn't invite him again this year. And he threw a whole – his little bitch fit like he usually does. But the thing with it is, of all the years they invited him, he's only showed up like twice. And now he's like, well, I'm not getting an invite this year. I'm like, you, they're like, dude, you, better, you never showed up to begin with. It just – Everywhere he goes is contention and drama, and then that's the issue with it. I think if Norman wasn't part of the equation, I think this live golf yeah. thing would have gone over totally differently. And the reception would be totally different. But Norman has been just, – he just – I don't like the dude. I'm that's sorry. I don't and like I think him. he will um, – obviously he'll use it to his advantage, which makes sense. Um, I mean, I get why he would yeah. do it, and I, if I was probably in that position, I would use – I mean – it's a big legitimizer for live golf. Like, hey, our guy won this. You know, like we're still com we're competitive. We can compete with the best. So, skip the skip Bayless of golf. That's hilarious. <laughs> I wish I could see these comments. I don't know why I might have stopped flowing, but um, that's hilarious. So, uh, I don't know. That is way too. I love that. 
<laughs> you good? I can't hear you, homie. Okay, I don't know what happened. Yeah, um, I can hear you. So I think, but again, I think it dies down, and I think it just becomes another, like, I think it just becomes another thing. You know, like, DJ One, it was a big deal. They made a big stink about it. You know, the Aces put on their Instagram that they have a Masters winner, and then they're going to go back to putting together, you know, what, quite frankly, is a shitty product that hasn't been that entertaining. Uh, there's no drama to it anymore because they're not taking anybody from the PGA Tour. So they still have to go back and play their, you know, hard to watch version of what the, of what the, they're trying to do until the next one, until the PGA Championship. So <laughs> we're going to see them for four four times for four months, and then they'll be a non-topic at least for the time being until they figure out how to generate some sort of compelling storyline, which they just haven't been able to do, and it's why the only compelling storyline is that they're at the majors. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, 100%. The only reason why Liv is being talked about yeah. right now is because of, because it's and the Masters. It's 100%. And it would be cool to see, you know, Rory and Brooks coming down the stretch or Rory and Cam Smith. Oh, my God. That would be a real good one. Repeat of the Open. Rory, Cam Smith, final round of yeah. Masters. Or what about like a, a Rory go. Phil Mickelson final group? Because he's oh. just come out. He's like, you know, giving us a PGA championship performance, and the dude is just all of a sudden striping balls. Did. You heard he was quiet at the dinner. Apparently, he didn't. Think he, like, go ahead. I think, I think he's a short leash. I think he ran his mouth. He said something <laughs> he wasn't supposed to say in the Saudi League, which is like, or, Shut your mouth, or we're shutting you down. Because no one has ever been able to shut Phil Mickelson up yeah. in his entire career. Now he's not talking at all. If a live live golf player wins, do you think the PGA might rethink about might rethink about handing the tour cards back to players that left? Ooh, oh, it would. Be, I think it would. I, was say, I think, it I think the, the conversation for sure. I don't um, think you can. I mean, let's be honest. If, for me personally, and I don't—I honestly don't know how you feel about this, P. But but I don't. I think it's a lot of talk from Jay Monahan, and I think if push came to shove, especially for a Cam Smith, a DJ, a Brooks, who does draw attention and people want to see them there, I have a hard time believing those top dudes want to come back. And you're going to say, no, no shot, never going to happen. There may be a penalty or some sort of disciplinary action for them to have to do suspension or fine, but I just don't think you keep those guys. You can keep those guys off the tour if they really desperately want to come back. Maybe you can, and maybe he has got backbone to what he's saying. I just don't think that's that is what would happen personally. But it comes down to money. If it's going to make him more money, he'll do it. But you saw that they lost the yes. case to the DP World Tour, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's not good for them at all, but. I think we all kind of saw that coming, though, at the same time. We think Scotty's chance of repeating yeah. is very solid, by the way, Brian. We already went over that. Yeah, we do think it's a very, very good chance of it. Um, it'd be historic for sure. But, but yeah, no, um, yeah, I think it would bridge. It could bridge the gap. I don't know. It also, maybe on the flip side of it, it might get the live golfers a little juiced up going like, man, I want to go back to the PGA Tour. It might actually just. This week, being here and playing against all these golfers, it might make them rethink their decision of going to live, and it comes down to 
re-signing their contract. Maybe they won't, but apparently, if they back out of their contract, they have to pay double what they were yeah, paying back in order to get out. Is. I heard that too, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. It could do the opposite. It could For legitimize their mindset. If a live guy wins, they could just be like, well, why would we leave? Like, we know we can compete in the majors now. You know, I think a, a lot of those guys want yeah, – I think a lot of the reason why those guys went – I mean, obviously money, but I think the second biggest reason – was the schedule. Like, they get to be at home more. They don't have to go play 30 times a year. They can play, what is it, 10? It was like five, 10 events. Um, so you're home 40 yeah. weeks a year, uh, and you're getting paid more than you're going to make on the PGA Tour. So I think that is a big draw. I think if they do win, that absolutely could be a legitimizing thing for them to be like, well, we can still compete where it matters, and then we get we still get our relaxed or off time or we get the competition we want without the overbearing schedule. So I think it's a possibility that it goes the other way, too. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting – I mean, there's a lot of – For sure. It's just very interesting, to say the very least. I'm not, but outside the top three big dogs, who do you think is going to get it done? I mean, I, I think you have to go Jordan Spieth. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess, you know, Jordan plays well, he always plays well there. Um, you know, even when he's lost, he's been close. So I think, yeah, I think you, I, I don't know. Even in his work here, Jordan, eating, even though he, I think, he missed yeah, I think he did, year. but I think it's, that's his only poor showing maybe ever or in a while. Um, yeah. I know I said I'm, I'm kind of a fanboy of this guy, but I really just like Colin Morikawa. Um, I mean, you know, it's just, yeah. he's such a good ball striker that it's always hard to eliminate a good ball striker from tournaments like that. Um, but, you know, he has kind of been on a downward trend since he won his British Open. Um, How do you feel about yeah. Hobbins played well here. That's the He's hard thing is, like, I feel like any there's so many names you could throw out where I'd be like, yep, like, he could he could play. I mean, he could. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just the truth of it. Like, he could play well. Um, I mean, there's just so many guys that you could just point to and be like, I mean, like, I think Salah Thagala could play well. Like, the dude has knocked on the door before. He's young. He plays really good golf. Ooh, Dark horse pick. Spiny. He could play well. Um. Yeah, Fina. I mean, Fina could do it. Fina could legitimately do it. He's been in the hunt before. Um, he's playing a lot better golf as of the last couple of years. Yeah. I Fina could get it done, and he has the discipline to take over the course. And because a lot of these changes is they really own. It's 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 weird because it's like they made these changes <laughs> to the course to t make it harder for the bombers. But at the same time, mm. the Bombers still have the advantage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to go with somebody that probably has some For gas sure. in the tank. Yeah. Although somebody's had a perfect ball striking week, which is very possible. Hell, You've been there before. I mean, the, 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 that's the weird thing about the Masters is there's just – I feel like I keep saying the same thing, but I just honestly <laughs> believe it. Like, I mean, a guy like Adam Scott could win. Tiger Woods could win the tournament. It's a weird – if we're at the U.S. Open – I wouldn't say that about these guys, but this is just a different course because yeah. Adam Scott has won before because Tigers won there five times. Like it's just a course you have to know how to play. It's not just 
the most talented guy gets it done. That's not how that course works out. Because as you can see, the most talented guy doesn't win a lot of the time. Like, Zach Johnson's won there. He's not the most talented guy. Um, is it Willett? Danny Willett's won there. He's not the most talented guy. Um, you know, even like Sergio or those guys, they're not the most talented guy out there. I say Sergio was. Sergio is No, he is. No, he is. Good. That might be a bad That's... example. But I'm just saying, like, he – Ooh. Yeah, there's somebody what about they just asked that. Yeah. Betty guy, of course. Rob asked him about a Betty guy. I don't know if his sketchers <laughs> hold up for that walk. <laughs> um oh I, I I like Fitzpatrick. You know, I'd love to see him get it done. I don't know what his history is at Augusta necessarily. He hasn't seemed to be playing as well. As of since he's won the U.S. Open, but you never know. Um, no one more notes than he does. He documents every shot at the range. Yeah, the dude is on a whole other level when it comes to the game. So I mean, you can't rule him out of it. You know what I mean? Like that's not a. It's interesting. Yeah, I just think he's too short for it. The thing is, he's such a good ball striker that he could get it done. But he has been doing speed, speed training. Got to have speed training. So, yeah, I'm just speed yeah. training. I do speed training still. So, do you see the change when they're doing the launch monitor thing? How they're working on hitting specific trajectory windows and angles of descent in order that to get certain yeah, shots into the greens. There, can we talk how freaking amazing that is? That they're going okay. This is the eight iron that I need to hit on this hole in order to get to get it to hold the green. I needed to fall at this descent. Um, you know what I mean? It's just like you have to hit these specific numbers and RPMs in order to do that. And not only do that, but be able to have that swing going, okay, this is the eight iron I was hitting on the range yeah. at through, through this window. Right. But that is a whole other level of golf. Right there. You know what I mean? Like hitting it in certain windows, slowing down things, minute amounts. Um, and those guys are finally getting, mm -hmm. like he was just obviously ahead of his time. I mean, Rob's bringing up a good point. Like Johnson was super strategic the year he won. That's what you have to be there. You don't win that tournament by mistake. You have a plan, and then you execute that plan, which is why guys like Zach Johnson win that tournament. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's – Well, that's how Patrick wanted. You saw how he got around that course. You've never seen that driver swing out of him his entire career. He's going around hitting this Arnold Palmer cutter right. damn course the entire time, and he won it. You have to stick to the playbook at Augusta. You cannot freelance it. You can't freewheel it. You, you, there yeah. is a specific way to play that golf course. You have to play the course the right. way it is meant to be played, or you will not win. Plain and simple. You know, it's just – so it's also a matter of discipline. Are you able to be right. disciplined enough to hit discipline every one of the shots? Discipline is very hard for it. And not – yeah. Oh, well, I can hit this certain <laughs> shot here right now. Like, no, you don't. Statistical odds are – are against you. It's like when Tiger won, Tiger won he hit that um, tee shot yeah. on the par three to the center of the green. That was experience. He knew that is not a pin you go after. You get to the center of the green, you walk away from par, you yeah. go up to the par five, you try to get your birdie there. You need to pick and choose your battles after. You have to play the course the way that it was designed. And this is what makes Augusta so great. There's no other way around that course. There's one way to play that course, and if you do not play it yeah. that way, chances of you winning no, are you're next right. to none. You know, another guy, I know we just keep bringing up more people, Will Zalatoris always shows up in majors. Shows up in every major. His putter horrifies me. And it's crazy. If you look at his putting stats, they're not bad. But if you see him over a three-foot yeah. putt, 
I get the yips. Like my randomly kicks so the funny, table. I'm like, funny inside baseball thing about that. I was just with a guy um, who knows Will really well and plays with him um, on off weeks, and he said that he's n- never seen somebody who can roll a ball end over end more consistently than Will Zalatoris. Um, and he said the re- reason that you know like, they make a big deal about his jitteriness. He said that it's overblown. The only time he gets like that is when he's got to give a putt extra, like, oomph. If it's uphill or greens are running slow, that's when you see that from him. Um, So he's like, it probably won't be a huge deal at Augusta because the greens run so fast. But he said, and that's why his putting stats are so good. This is all coming from an inside source who will not be named. But, um, yeah, he just said that he's never seen a guy roll a ball end over end as purely and as consistently as Will Zalatoris. I get that, but just I like I said, the stats. I I don't argue with the stats, but it just. But he it shows be the up Willies every master or every major. He shows up and he competes. I mean, you're. But he's also still like he's just back to full swing on his draw on everything. He seems to be back to normal, but he's made some swing adjustments to uh, to protect his back a little bit as well. So, I think there's still going to be some growing pains with him. I don't see him. I don't see him in it. I think he might contend. Um, I think we won't see results from Zalatoris till the end of the year. That's my my. I think it's going to take him time. I would love for Corey Connors to win, but him going back to back weeks winning, I don't see it happening. Just because he's yes, he did win, but he doesn't strike me as the player to go back to back weeks. But I love Corey Connors. I just want to point out every tournament that I put money on him on last year, he never won. But every time I don't put money on him, he wins. So. What There's you, that. So, <laughs> what do you think about Max Homa? On that dude. <laughs> you know, I think he's coming in under the radar. I, you know, I know he's a top five golfer, and I absolutely love him, and I think he has everything that it takes. Absolutely. I don't know why I'm not really sold on him yet. I love him. I think yeah. I think I need to see him show up in majors. I think seeing him compete in majors, I'll be like, okay, yeah, he's the real deal. Um. He's won a lot of great tournaments and great fields. I'm, I'm not denying any of yeah. that. I just haven't seen it in a major yet uh, or consistently in majors yet. So, But then again, he's kind of a new golfer now. So historically, I am correct. But going forward, he's has a lot more confidence and a lot more game than he had before. Yeah. So he very well could be. You know, going around with JT, um, him and JT and Rory and Tiger were playing together. I don't see Tom Kim necessarily putting up the greatest performance either, but I think it's because – First time Augusta. You know, I mean, it's just it's very rare that you see someone show up for the first. I don't. It's not that he doesn't have the game. I think it's just going to take him a couple of years to right. get to know the course. He's going to have to make. Do you it think it's a like similar thing with Homa as it is with like a Xander Shoffley or a Cantlay? Uh, oh no, because I think Xander has a legitimate shot. Xander is in a lot of majors, and actually, he's due. I think they'll put a dime with Canadian brother. I, I'm not going to, so he'll probably play really well then. Um, you know, Xander, I think Xander's coming in under the radar. Um, I think he could do it if he gets the putter to cooperate. Um, his putting is yeah. the, his downfall, and it always has been. Cantlay, I've been going through equipment changes, so we haven't really seen the Cantlay. I think Xander and Patrick and uh, Zalatoris will see more out of them in the majors going forward. Um, not quite right now. I like them better in a PGA championship or an open format okay. um, than anything else. I, as of now, I just don't think they have 
And this goes for Cantlay and for Zalatoris. I think mm. Xander will compete in every major this year. He typically does. He shows up, you know, and I would love to see him win Team Callaway all day, baby. Let's, let's, I want to see that happen. But, like, right now, if you're voting on a manufacturer to win or betting on a manufacturer to win, Callaway is coming a little, a little weak here. But last week they did have Rose yeah. Dang winning the women's Augusta. That was just awesome. And then I think her last name was Bay. She got her first one in the PGA LPGA Tour with the Paradigm in her bag as well, too. So who shows up for the major? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's a little bit Scotty different. And, Scotty and Rory repping the, repping the stealth. Yeah. And they're, I, there's a very good chance we're going to see them duel it out. Me, too. I mean, that would make Which it fun. I think that's that. the thing is <clears throat> you – that's all we want out of the Masters is, like, that drama or that storyline. Like, I don't want – I remember as a kid or, like, as a as a late a, – even, like, a late teenager being so disappointed when, like, a no-name won a major. So, like, when – you know, like, when Michael Campbell beat Tiger or um, some of those other – like, was it Ben Crane or somebody? Um, it was just, like – you're just like, I don't want those guys to win. I know that sounds horrible, and it's life-changing for them, and I get it now as an adult, but it's still just like, I don't want to see those guys, you know, win against the best in the world. I want the best in the world to go against each other. I don't want to see some, you know, like, no-name, you know, guy win it. I know mean, it's a little different at Augusta, but still, I just don't. I want to see Scotty and Rory and John and Colin and those dudes, like, battle it out down the stretch. I don't, yeah, I don't want to see, like, the, you know, like, I don't, I, this sounds bad. I don't want to see, like, Mito Pereira, give, like, at the, in the last group on Sunday. Like, it just doesn't interest me. No. Oh, I told that, yeah. But it's also, <laughs> like, this is the thing about the PGA Tour that I've always loved so live is really ruffle some feathers on is the idea that you know with the PGA Tour there's no manufactured drama where Liv is like creating drama to have it or with the PGA you kind of have these natural rivalries and everything like that mm. and that's more or less what I'm interested in is the organic rivalries with Rory, rivalries with Rory Tiger Phil Scotty Rogers and... oh a rookie that could stand out this week like rookie to Augusta or just rookie in general yeah, I think Tom Kim has a possibility just because of how electric he can be. Uh, I don't know. I think kind of tend to agree yeah. with you. I don't know if he will, but I think if there's a rookie who could stand out, it could be Tom. Um, he's just an incredible ball striker who hits the ball straight, or like hits it where he wants to hit it. So, I think Cam Young could actually put up a hell of a performance. Do we still call him the rookie? Is he still a rookie? Um, he was rookie. I think was he, he rookie won, of the year last he, year. Like, he almost won the Open Championship. Did he? Um, did he uh, play a at Augusta? I don't last know year. the answer to that. I don't. I mean, know. he's enough of a rookie that you could consider Let's him fight. a standout this weekend for sure. Um, did Ricky Fowler get in? He didn't get in, did he? No, I didn't think so. Poor guy. About it, I'm still pissed about it. 2023. What do you need to know about first-time players? Here we go. I would be curious to see for the people watching, 
What do you guys think while, while PGR is looking that up? I would love to get the audience's take on this too. What do you guys think about the older players coming back to play in the Masters, taking those slots from like a Ricky Fowler? You know, like a Sandy Lyle or, um, you know, Ooh. who's the other guy that's going to play, the older guy? Man, I can't. I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, doesn't matter. But, you know, there's some of those older guys who clearly are not going to, you know, they're going to go out there and shoot 80, 85 maybe. So they're not, not contenders. They're just, it's just ceremonious. And some, something they've earned, they've won, so they've earned it. And I get that. For sure, I'm just more curious on the on the discussion than I am anything else. Of like, you know, that's taking spots away from guys who may have a legitimate chance, or at least a better chance than somebody like that. I think they should widen the field. Okay, let's look at rookies here real quick. Names that we know: we got Adrian Moran. In there, Ryan Fox is his first time there. He's 36. Wow. So Heath, this is his first year Heath there. We have Svensson, his first year there. Taylor Moore, his first Um, Kitayama, his first year there. Tom Kim, it's his first year there. Pereira, first. Ben Carr. Um, oh, gosh. Out of all of those names. It's either Kitty Hall or Tom Kim. I think it's Sahith Sagala, honestly. Even Sahith. Oz the part three jinx is over. Oh, somebody choked me on that. It's like Tom Hoagie winning the par three is the jinx over. Like, can they win the tournament now? The par three jinx. Like, if you win the par three contest, you're not going to win the tournament. Hoagie? Dude has been on fire. Uh... I don't think he'll get the job done, but if there's anybody that's been primed up and going into Augusta that hasn't won, that is also winning the par three contest, I think he's probably the best odds historically probably yeah, so I don't far. Know. I, he's one of those unsexy picks to me. Like, I don't know if I want Tom Hoagie coming up 18 as, like, you know, a two-shot lead coming up 18, and you're just like, yeah, Tom Hoagie won. Cool. Like, good for him. Buddy. Well, oh, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it would be life-changing for him, and I, li- I don't have anything against <laughs> the guy, personally. I just don't – I don't think that's a com- that compelling of a storyline for anybody but him and his family. Like, I don't know if anybody really wants that. If you ask them, like, what's your ideal scenario for the Masters? Nobody outside of him and, the, and his family are being like, I really want to see Tom Hoagie battle it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not good. Yeah, so I think it's between Saheed, Kitayama, and Tom Kim. Um, I'm going to say Tom Kim has the advantage because he was doing practice rounds with JT and Tiger. That right there gives you an edge. You're, you're, you're going to have more information than everybody else, and I think at Augusta that is crucial. You know, that's just that's just my take on that. But Saheed is – he's awesome. Kitayama's been playing well, too. Um but I think Tom Kim has the edge if you have to root for one of them. I don't think Kitty Yama is going to drive the ball accurately enough to be a factor, to be honest. I think he's just – I don't know. We'll see. That's just purely based on my own. I think yeah. he can handle the pressure just better. Just based on how he handled himself at the President's Cup. 
Yeah, Brian. Deuce is um, homie. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be. It'll be. I mean, it's gonna be a fascinating. I cannot wait. Like I, like giddy. I'm not gonna get any sleep because I'm like, let's get up and watch. Yeah, I have, I have to sling sushi the first part of the day tomorrow, but I have two TV screens. I have a monitor showing up tonight too. So uh, I'm going to have, like, three different screen, three to four different screens working on the Masters while slinging golf. And espresso martini. So I will not have that. I will have sparkling water, like I promised, my new favorite. I'm not sponsored by Liquid Death. I just like to drink it. I'm not sponsored by espresso martinis, <laughs> but I would be more than happy to do so. That'd be great. That'd be great to be the espresso martini guy. So like, I, that sounds like a great life. The espresso martini guy. What if our podcast was just brought to you by espresso oh. martinis? Not like a brand, just the actual drink. They're somehow the drink sponsored the our drink. podcast. You can make it over. We'll have to swirl one and every I'm episode. Feel- <laughs> I'm going to get a real martini glass. I have a, a little cooler of ice over here and a shaker so there I can just go. make them fresh. All day. Did we miss anything? What have we not covered? Sunday by into the hour. We're in, getting to the hour. We're talking about our picks. Anybody have any questions? Well, you know, we don't have a ton of people left on here, but if there's any questions, we'll take them. I'm still stressed out about crocodiles. I'm not going to have it in Augusta, I don't think, but yeah. No, Nightmare fuel, man. They can get up to six feet in a, in a tree. Could you imagine walking by a tree and seeing a crocodile perched up? It's game over. <laughs> I don't spend a ton of time worrying about it. There's but, way um, you, I'm legitimately concerned so about it for safe. some reason. Well, well yeah, that's true. Travel a lot, though. You just stop traveling. Just stay home. Yeah. Yourself in your God no, God no. The world. I'm either down by you or to Portugal. We don't really have a ton of alligator problems where I am at, but uh, yeah, I mean, I they they're around for sure. They're they're around somewhere. Yeah, fine. Somewhere, like <laughs> all right. Um, episode awesome. nine, Masters preview. Fun guys. Thank you guys so much for, for you. Oh, wait. Pink Lemonade Vodka was a thing before Pink Whitney. You just have to do the same for espresso martinis. That is a bunch of things I don't understand. So, um, yeah. That, that that message is for you, not me. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> Would love to be in the pod sometime. Yes, so. Trent, we'll have, absolutely. You need to be on the pod sometime. DF the Parnon pod. That's yeah. where we keep He's all this. He's a good dude, so we'll definitely I'm, work to get you on the pod. Absolutely. Ryan's the responsible one. I'm I'm the loud one. Can't deny that. <laughs> uh, um, all right, everybody. <laughs> We're going to repost yes. this episode onto YouTube and platforms. They will be available to watch or rewatch or listen to. Again, um, oh Pebble. God, Pinehurst or Pebble? The ocean, baby. Pebble. Yeah. I think Pebble. Yeah, I take Beth Page over both of them. Though I want to get my clock cleaned there, man. Beth Page Black from the tips. <laughs> I want. Sounds it. like a uh, prison sentence. Beth. Yeah. 
Maybe if I ever get sent to prison, like, all right, this is, this is the deal. I don't want to serve my time, but I'm going to pay from the tips into the wind. Yeah. Just With do it old hickory. over and over and over again. You, can never, <laughs> you can't stop. It's fine. It's like, keep, keep supplying golf balls. I don't care. <laughs> but make sure you guys like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, family. We'll be back next all week. All that fun stuff. Obviously, can't wait to see who wins. We'll be talking about it. Uh, we'll be up on we'll be up yep, yep. all weekend, I'm sure. Posting, reposting, oh, commenting. Yeah, I'll be, phone will be, all that stuff. You guys. All right, guys. Thank you for the questions and getting involved. Sending my yeah. love. Peace.